What's up, guys? Welcome to the Humans of MarTech podcast. His name is John Taylor. My name is Phil Gamash. Our mission is to future-proof the humans behind the tech so you can have a successful and happy career in marketing. What's up, guys? Today on the show, we're going to talk about how to get shit done and stay healthy while you're doing it. We're going to give you tips on how to be super productive without working long hours, and we'll cover strategies to fit healthy habits in your routine to help you find ways to shut down and focus on yourself, your family, and friends. It's not all about work, but we're obviously going to focus on how to weave work into your schedule and uh, be super productive. So uh, I want to start off, uh, John, by kind of, um, you know, explaining John and I are both like super busy dudes, right? Like John is a father. Uh, He has two daughters and he works for Clipfolio. He's a podcaster. He's consulted on the side. He's learning to code and he's managing a community of marketers right now learning to code. And despite all that uh, and why I love uh, JT's creativity is he still finds time to unearth the best UFO threads on Reddit and the dankest GME meme stocks. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm also pretty busy. Um, my husband, I'm, uh, I, I don't have any kids, but I have uh, a young dog, uh, which was uh, a puppy, and she, she takes some of my time for sure. Uh, I work at Close full time. I'm a podcaster. I teach postgrad marketing certificate. I mentor local marketers, and I'm also an avid member of a lot of marketing communities. And despite all that, I, I still find time to run a fantasy hockey league. I'm obsessed with that, and I, I binge on like basically all the best TV shows on Netflix. So. That's kind of like my preface here, but how do we do? Um, how do we do all this shit while still staying happy and healthy uh, for the most part? So that's that's the kind of crux of the episode I want to get into today. The answer is actually it's the, the end of the episode already. Uh, pomodoros, you got to do pomodoros all day every day. That's that's how you stay happy. J.K. I'm kidding. One one thing that I I do, and we can dive into Pomodoro and how how that's been um, practical for you. What what I'll start off by saying is like I I break up my weekly schedules by putting like all the shit that's on my plate into priority buckets. Like I have like a list of six buckets basically. Um, number one is like family and friends. Health is number two. Learning is number three. And then the rest of the stuff is kind of like work, chores. And then the last thing I have in there is, um, you know, stuff about you, like escapism or hobbies. And I find that like everything I want to do during the week falls into uh, like one of these buckets. And so I try to like slide in some of these elements throughout my week. Uh, But I'm super curious to hear like how how do you go about like planning your week? Like you look at your list of priorities, like do you do calendar time blocking? I know Pomodoro is like 15 minute time blocks, right? So super curious, like walk us through how JT is productive in his workday. Like what does your weekly schedule look like? Well, I I hate to break it to you, but I was being totally flippant about the Pomodoro. (laughs) I've done, I've done my share, fair share of Pomodoros. You know what? It's it's really interesting, Phil, because I think I've yo-yoed on this a lot. I'm I'm somebody who has made uh, and remade dozens of spreadsheets that represent a schedule in my life. <laughs> and recently, I've kind of thrown it all out the window. And hmm. I'm actually doing something I call kind of like an anti-schedule. Like I just wake up and do whatever I feel like doing. I know it sounds, it sounds like YOLO. I still have to go to work. I still have to show up and do stuff. But 
I've put so much pressure on myself over over my career and over my life to do X, to do Y, to do Z, and I find like it's it's difficult. It puts me into an anti-productive stance. Whereas if I'm a little bit more loose with myself and I put less expectations, like I'll give you an example: learning to code. I I had for a long time a coding goal of how many hours a week I'd put towards it, and mm-hmm. if I missed that goal, I was like, oh man, like what did I do wrong? Because I missed it because I played you know, StarCraft 2 because I needed a break or I went for a run or I went for a walk. And I found like this pressure to to always be productive was really, really tough. I am still a ridiculously productive person, I believe. Like I I do still find lots of lots of those moments, but I think it's because I enjoy being productive. I enjoy finding workflow in in what I do. So that giant caveat out of the way, like I'm kind of veering, I'm almost almost a contrasting opinion around this. Yeah, Um, I love that. But but you do have to prioritize and you do have to at least recognize and take stock that you're investing in all of these areas. And I, I, I agree with the order of priorities that you have, right, is you got to make sure your family life and, and is all good. When you have kids or a dog, like your dog and your kids don't care if you're having a rough day or you're not being productive. Um what they care about is you're happy for them. And I think that that's something that as a parent, you start to learn more and more. It's like, there's lots of stuff that you could be grouchy about, but at the end of the day, your kids don't benefit from seeing that being being grouchy. Um, so making sure that you take care of your family first, there, there's a cascade effect. Once that's taken care of, you can really start to unlock your productivity on other areas. Very cool. I want to dive into that a bit more. So I think that like something that allows you to um, be kind of like an anti-schedule right now is like the fact that you're like 12, like 15 years into your career and you've experimented with uh, a lot of different shit. And like, I totally agree. Like I, when I think of productive people, like JT is like at the top of my list. Um, the, the type of shit that you're able to like pump out and the amount of stuff you're able to pump out. Like I remember working at Clubfolio, like I was just amazed by the speed and especially like when, um, yeah, like I, anyways, it was, it was impressive. And I think that like something that allowed you to do that is the fact that you're incredibly disciplined and like you can, uh, like afford to not have a schedule today because you're extremely disciplined. Like you, I feel like leave like a, a short list of priorities and um, like you're still able to accomplish a bunch of shit because you're not as distracted as like the average person. Like if I'm telling someone who's graduating right out of university or high school and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck schedules. You don't need to like time block. Uh, like you know intuitively what your priorities are. Like I think that's dangerous advice to yeah. to give someone who's like yeah. really really fresh. And yep. um, I'm I'm definitely like a bit uh, fresher in in my career than you. And I'm not at the stage where I feel comfortable having an anti schedule. Like when when I like there are totally weeks where I don't like plan my time, and um, I I find that I'm way less productive mm-hmm. uh, during mm-hmm. those weeks. Like what I find useful in, in like having a weekly schedule or like planning shit out is that it really forces you to have the exercise of prioritizing your work, right? I'm really big on the idea of having like one big focus for that week. Uh, so like one big task and 
like the only way you can do that is like having a time during the week where you are focusing on like the list of priorities you have and you're blocking time off over the course of the next week to work on those priorities. Like I feel, I feel like that was one of the most uh, effective, effective ways for, for me to remain disciplined because like as a marketing ops person in, in a startup and like running a podcast on the side and teaching on the side, like there's like, I have so many things in like a sauna and I have like a Trello board of tasks too and like what I like to do is like Sunday nights like this might be a bit controversial but like Sunday nights like after everything is done like dog is sleeping uh we're just like winding down uh, getting ready for it to go to bed like I, I take a good like 30 40 minutes and that's when I plan my week so I'll open up a sauna I'll open up Trello and I look at like all the main things that I want to accomplish this week the things that I know for sure I want to do and I break them up into like one hour blocks like I'm not Pomodoro level where everything is broken up into like 15 minutes I think they do or 20 25. minutes 25 yeah. um but yeah so like hour blocks for me and um i still leave my schedule super flexible so i love that you mentioned the anti-schedule because like being too prescriptive with your your time management is totally a thing like you can block out creative uh, sessions if you're just like too focused on stuff so i will leave like a bunch of open slots on my calendar for other people to book me for meetings or to jump on other shit and move stuff around but i just love the part of like looking at all the shit that's going on on Sunday night and like before all the emails come in on like Monday and I have like a good sense uh, right before I go to bed. Like I, I find um, like there's so many things going on in my head before I'm going to bed and I'm thinking of like all the shit that I have to do during the week. But if I'm like spending time before I go to bed on Sunday night deciding like what my top priorities are and I'm blocking time off of my calendar, uh, I'm able to fall asleep like way easier on Sunday nights. For sure. And here's where, like, I know I know I'm always eclectic and out, out there a little bit on these things. But he, here's what an actionable tip I'll pull out of what you've just said. There's actually a couple. So number one is is being disciplined. And uh, if you don't have like this intrinsic discipline of yourself to constantly check your to do list and, and just to do them right. Um, have a forcing function. I love this. So tip one, have a forcing function in your week where you sit down and you actually plan your week. If you don't ever plan your week, how are you going to do anything? If you don't know where you're going to go, how are you going to plan a direction for that? Number two actionable tip is develop focus, right? Develop the ability to focus. You know, uh, you mentioned like I, I produce at a high rate. It's because I sit down and I don't allow myself to leave my desk until it's done. Like if it's writing an email copy, uh, or I'm writing a blog post, like I, I make sure it's done before I move on to the next task. So that means, you know, block out all the tabs that you have open on your Chrome, on, on Google Chrome or your, your desktop. It means not checking your fucking phone for the 11th time that nobody's texted you, by the way. And, and I think this is actually super important is that like you can discipline your blocks, but you also have to be focused in those blocks of time. So um, develop focus as, as a skill set for sure. Definitely easier said than done, right? Like I, I feel like the the focus part of it is something that you need to be proactive about, like limiting the amount of tabs you have open, like going through periods, like I, like if I'm I'm blocking out like uh one hour in my calendar to work on like priority project number one, uh like when it gets to that time in my calendar, like I'll turn off notifications, I'll pause 
uh, or snooze notifications on Slack, right? So that like I can dedicate a full hour to this project mm-hmm. where I had like managed um, my schedule to be around that. So it's easier said than done when you like plan out your schedule and then like your calendar notification is up and like, hey, Phil, you're supposed to be working on this project right now. But then you got like a Slack notification about like this, this fire that came up and you have like 14 emails that are unread. And it's like way easier said than done to, to be focused. Totally. And I think that we don't put enough emphasis on focus as a skill set in the workplace. Like I would put as a marketer hiring another marketer, I would put skill set or focus as high up as I would put writing ability or, you know, promotional experience or being able to manage analytics. Like it is that important in the workplace because if you can dedicate a full hour of nonstop focus to a project, you get way more, way, way further ahead than you would if you're again, like, in in ops like especially in ops like that's what you do you show up with a hose all day and find new fires to put out but there are projects that you need dedicated focus time and it it's tough i i totally agree yeah so what practical um maybe not practical tips but i'm curious like how how you're able to weave into your schedule like periods of learning or like um like like when do you dedicate or allow yourself to like dive into to reddit or just like escapism type of shit like how do you fit that into your schedule while still allowing to be productive for your day-to-day work shit and kind of managing like all the other stuff that's going on oh i mean this is the thing that everybody will groan about, but I, I'm an early bird, right? I get up ridiculously early, uh, like uh, quarter to quarter to five every single morning, um, Sundays, <laughs> Saturdays crazy. and Sundays. It, 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 I'm, I'm wired that way. And for me, that's my time to do to do the things that are super important to me, right? When do you go to bed? Uh, you go 9 30 10 o'clock okay, so okay. yeah yeah I'm I'm I get six and a half seven hours sleep my body won't let me sleep any longer I cat nap during the I have a cat nap every day so 15 <laughs> minutes I'll, I'll I'll lay on the floor down here in the basement and just have a quick little nap I got it it just recharges my battery and I'm good to go um but I find like that's when I do my coding, right? I, I do two hours or an hour and a half of coding before the kids get up okay. um, and I make sure that I'm fulfilled and that allows me to have like if I sit there at the end of the day and I haven't done that, and then I crack open the phone to see what's happening on, you know, our UFO on Reddit. And it's just like, I've wasted my whole day and I have this this sense of guilt that follows me to the next day. So I get that stuff done first thing in the morning. That does that only works if you're an early bird. If you're not an early bird and you wake up and you, you know, got to wake up, eat breakfast, go to work. Uh, you got to find another part of your day where you are fulfilled. I like at the beginning because it's like a check mark that's done all day. Um, but do it at the end of the day if that's when you're when you're firing all cylinders. Yeah, I'm definitely not uh, as as early of a, an early bird as as you are, but I love I love that like um, getting stuff done when uh, a lot of the house is is still kind of asleep is uh, a really cool tactic. Once once you have kids, uh, I wanted to to dive into the the kids side of things. Like I I know some of our listeners probably um, are marketers and like they they have kids at home too, and they probably have like ideas for side projects and and side hustles. Um, and I'm super curious myself. Like uh, I don't have kids yet uh and um like how how do you manage like all of that shit with with kids on the side uh i know i know your wife like helps out a ton but like how do you manage time like do you share a calendar with your wife like how how does that work (laughs) yeah i mean pandemic land is just totally different right yeah because we're all we're all piled on top of each other in this little house um 
Yeah, I, I, I think you just have to you have to carve out that time. I think, you know, we've talked on the show, like we had that episode where we talked uh, with one of the students about Don Draper and I haven't watched Mad Men. I don't watch TV because yeah. when I have, you know, eight o'clock, the kids are in bed. I get an hour to focus on what I want. And I and I really like I do love my television from time to time, but like I just don't have time for that. So for me, I do everything on the edges and I have to accept a little bit slower of a pace of life around those side hustles. Right. I have a few business ideas that I, I would really love to pursue. But it just it just can't be a priority in my life if I've got to work, you know, work a job um, and do everything else or you just slow it down. Right. Like what's the rush? Right. You know, what's the rush in life? And being present for your family is way more important than launching some business. Um, That's just my perspective. People can disagree all day. Uh, But I really uh, I, I really think you have to manage around the edges of your life a little bit. Another thing is, is you have to have a balance with your with your partner. If you're if you're with your partner and you have children you know, developing this sense of divide and conquer. Hey, I, my wife and I both have an agreement that anytime we need to go out for a walk or a run or exercise or do, you know, something, my wife is very similar to me. She wakes up and she does her routine as well. She does meditation and yoga in the morning and we just have a, an agreement, right? The kids get up extra early because our kids like me get up super early. One of us is going to have to stop what you're doing and, and take care of the kids. Right. You don't want a four year old running around your house at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Verify this experience. Um, so like working out that arrangement with your wife and, and your partner to say, hey, it's really important to me. I need an hour. And then you use that hour back to focus. Right. Like nothing's worse than getting an hour for yourself and going down and opening up Reddit. And then an hour later, you're like, I haven't accomplished a damn thing. <laughs> Right. So you've, you've got it. You got to make sure you train your focus so that you have that time. You squeeze the most time that you can. Again, I haven't recommended it in ages, but I got to get that commission check flowing. Uh, Cal Newport's deep workbook. I really felt like that, that it, it was an interesting one. And you train your mind to be able to go into flow state or into deep work mode. You don't need to work long to, to be effective. Right. How many people have shower thoughts and leave the shower? And like that that's when you have these epiphanies. I think you don't need to have eight hours nonstop dedicated time to make progress. I love that. Um, one thing that stuck out from, from that book, like the, like having periods of like non kind of scheduled things so that you can have like these impromptu creative moments, uh, like the moments of enlightenment or whatever. Um, one thing that I've, I've changed in kind of my, my daily routine to, to make a bit more room for that. Like you mentioned, uh, like Cal talks about this idea of like, um, like whenever you're alone, like how, how comfortable are you with being alone? Like with yourself, like when, when I go on walks with my dogs, I walk my dog for an hour every single day after work. It's kind of like my shut off moment. I know that like when I head out, uh, like I'm closing my laptop and I'm going to walk my dog, like I'm, I'm done working for, for that day. Like my day is, is done. Um, but like I used to always listen to podcasts on my walk. So like I would just like binge listen to to podcasts but what has started doing a bit more now is making room for like silent walks mm. so i alternate now like one one day I'll, I'll listen to a podcast the other day i'm listening to music uh which i also find really cool for for kind of like meditative walks or whatever 
But I also started doing walks where I'm not listening to anything. I'm just kind of like conscious, uh, conscious in the moment, um, like thinking about my breath and like I get to like have thoughts. And sometimes I'm even like talking to myself in my head and like digesting things that kind of went on in the day. And I thought that that was like um, really cool and kind of a nice way of slowing down a little bit and, and making room for those kind of like creative moments that aren't like locked into a specific schedule or you're not like trying to learn and, and, and doing whatever. We're so over overstimulated as a society, like nonstop stimulation. And it, it, it actually is really disruptive to your focus and your own personal well-being. So yeah, silence is interesting. It's a very interesting uh, uh, thing to adopt and put into your, to your own practice on a regular basis. Yeah. The other thing you touched on was uh, Mad Men and, and TV. And um, I, I find it amazing that you, you are able to uh, not, not feel that FOMO of like diving into the, the latest TV show. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid growing up, like I, I wanted to be a movie director uh and and so like i i have this like creative lens when i watch a tv show it's not it's not just like the entertainment aspect it's like the quality production behind it the writing the directing the acting like it's it's a whole new experience for me but uh it's uh, I'm, i'm not trying to make excuses for all the tv but i watch but I, I, I've gotten a lot better at being specific with like allowing myself to, to dive into to TV and stuff like that. So instead of just being like, whenever the day is done, I go down on the couch and like we turn on the TV and it's kind of like just on in the background whenever. Um, now, like my wife and I are a bit more diligent with when we will watch TV. So we have like Monday nights is kind of like her her TV show. She watches like a, a bit of garbage reality TV, and um, I'm I'm a bit suspect to that as well. Love um, but like Love I, I I do some podcasting, writing uh, episode notes, like while while she watches that TV reality stuff. Um, but like we have a specific day during the week where we're not allowed to turn on the TV and we just read. So like we have to have a book open. My wife is uh, an avid reader. She's part of a bunch of book clubs. So like she's a really good motivator for me to, to kind of like pick up a book and, and read a bit more. Um, and I have one night during the week where I'm forcing myself to, instead of watching TV, like jump on Zoom and chat with some buddies or mm-hmm. like call family. Yes. Maybe like I'll watch um, like a hockey game with my brother or my dad or like some buddies. So instead of just being like this kind of like um natural element where like the tv just goes on in the background whenever you're done work i'm being a bit more mindful with like the time that i spend after work hours and um yeah like it's it's definitely a bit more of like a scheduled process but i found it um a better way of like prioritizing family friends and like learning and Mm -hmm. uh, a better way of being like a bit more disciplined about like the the tv addiction that i have Oh, you don't have to feel guilty about the TV addiction. I have, I have my own guilty pleasures as well. Don't, don't think that I don't watch the odd, get get on TV. And I'm the same way, right? Like I find, I, uh, I find I have you know a program that I watch weekly, and it's just pure indulgement, um, and I and and I enjoy it, right? And you got to unwind in your own way. You got to have, and this is one th- one thing that I think is really important for just like being productive is is you have to have leisure time and you have to enjoy your leisure time right yeah and and what is leisure time and i think this is the one thing that that i really liked about about these books from cal newport is he talks a lot about this like idea that you have leisure time but what is your leisure time you know is it good to sit on your phone that's not leisure time that's stimulated yeah. you're overstimulated. like a good leisure time the idea of like playing a board game like that's mm. that's super good or or uh, talking with friends or or going out for a walk like 
these types of things, these productive points in your life around leisure time are, are really, really important instead of just wasting your time fully stimulated. And I think this is like a really good takeaway around like these reading nights. Um, you know, you, you, you turn off the stimulation and you just put your mind into a book. You can only read, you can only do one thing at a time when you're reading a book, which is read a book. But if you're watching TV, like everybody, everybody now, like you've got a phone in your hand, like that's my next, you're scrolling Reddit, right? Oh, I, you know, wife's watching Grey's Anatomy. I'm going to scroll Reddit for an hour. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what a, what a massive waste of time that is. And it bleeds into other areas of your life. So. Yeah, I think there's like a cool distinction to make between leisure and escapism. Like leisure to me is like productive activities, right? Like you're you're still maybe exercising or you're not stimulated exactly is kind of the key. Escapism is more of like these vices, like these um, like elements that maybe aren't like productive for you in your day to day job or like they're not necessarily like healthy. Um, they're kind of like vices for you. But escapism mm -hmm. is still like a healthy thing, I believe, for people because like it allows you to just like escape the day to day, like even if like maybe your life is mundane maybe your life is overstressed but like escapism just completely allows you to step outside of that world and realize that like there there's shit outside of what's going on in your head there's like mm -hmm. all sorts of like imagination and creativity that you can tap into and like um i don't know escapism to me is uh, an amazing way to dive away from the anxieties and the stresses of like your your day-to-day -day life and uh i find them super healthy if you do them in like a healthy amount right yeah, yeah. And I think it depends on what your definition of that would be. Like diving into a video game would be a great form of escapism if that's what makes sense for you, right? Yeah. There's so many people I talk to right now, especially in this in this pandemic season where you we're, we're so overstimulated and, and have so much screen time. Like this idea of getting some escapism that isn't related to your screen time, I think is more important now than ever. It's one of the reasons, like, I love playing the odd video game. I don't have that many I play, but the, the ones I do play, I enjoy. Um, but it's hard for me because I feel like I've relaxed after one because, like, my eyes are tired already from being on Zoom meetings and, and in front of a computer all day. That's that's our reality, right? Like, a, even though I love to handwrite and all that, it's just it, ultimately a lot of your job is spent in front of a screen. So I would say the escapism component, like, escape the screen, escape digital mm -hmm. escape the distraction but enjoy and indulge right like w how can you how can you do this without without having a digital device in, in in your hand certainly tv is a good way i think because it's it's off it's six feet away at least yeah cool man i feel like we could probably riff on this for like another hour or so but um why don't we just uh call it an episode here and uh leave the folks with uh kind of one last message um, I, I love my job, I love my craft, and it's totally okay to love your work and like spend more than like 40 hours a week if like it's your passion and you love it. But we're here to remind you that like it's more than okay to shut down when you've put in your hours, when you've finished your project and like focus on your health, like focus on family. We didn't touch on like um, exercises and like uh, meditation or stuff like that, but um, like discover that world, like focus on, on yourself and, and your personal happiness. There's, there's such a bigger world outside of just like your career and your day-to-day -day job. So don't forget to shut down. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. Love it. Catch you guys next time. Boom. Stop and recording. There you go.